retreat is the magic of awareness. The awareness is a very powerful and transformative. Just like the name of this retreat, it has a magic, it has the potency to wake us up and to really transform from within. As you remember that uh, yesterday, James invited all of you to take refuge in the three jewels, the Buddha, Dharma, and Sangha. We took refuge in the Dharma, and Dharma is a, a quite interesting concept. As Jim explained, that it can be understood as a truth, a law, the nature, reality. But it's a, perhaps the most sacred word that anybody can utter in the consciousness of Easter, India, or Tibet. But people translated uh, the Dharma, which is a Sanskrit word, into their own language. Uh, in Tibetan language, which is my native language, they uh, pondered for a long time before they translated that uh, word from Sanskrit into my native language. And finally, they used this word, Chu, in Tibetan, for the Dharma, the etymology of Chu means to change. So from that point of view, Dharma is really about changing our consciousness uh, uh, to let go of our old habits and to uh, widen circle of our love and compassion and to also uh, awaken our consciousness so we can let go of a lot of uh, limiting believers uh, but to have a more enlightened perspective about uh, nature reality, and that can bring about uh, much freedom and joy, and we can be even more beneficial to the world. But awareness is a, perhaps the a, um, most powerful dharma that we can practice. But I want to also let everybody know that awareness is not some kind of exalted uh, state of a consciousness that uh, we really have to work hard uh, and we have to go through a lot of uh, uh, procedures or uh, some kind of holy magics, incantations to get there someday in the future. It's actually other way around. Awareness is unbelievably simple and therefore these uh, ancient Buddhist masters always say that uh, Awareness is a natural state of your mind, which means that uh, awareness is not some kind of exalted uh, or altered state of mind that we have to create or to get there by using all kind of techniques or methods. Instead, it is the natural state of our own mind. Uh, and it's already here, it's already present in each of us. Either we can experience it or not. Uh, and sometimes uh, we can't experience it because our mind is uh, shrouded uh, by clouds of lots of thoughts, uh, feelings, emotions. Uh, and, and today, uh, what really we're going to do is uh, simply 
trusting that awareness is already here it just have to be revealed it's like the gold underground it's already there so no need to reveal or maybe the sun behind the clouds if you just relax wait uh, the clouds will remove by themselves and then sun will shine uh, awareness uh, usually happens uh, when we are completely relaxed uh, and, and there's not so much to do once uh, it uh, happens by itself. And then we really don't have to do anything in the ultimate sense. Uh, awareness does uh, everything for us. Uh, and therefore meditation can be just an art of relaxation. I think all we need is just to sit uh, and uh, do nothing. And then the awareness happens uh, by itself. Uh, I know the posture is very important uh, from that point of view. There is uh, this uh, theory in Buddhism that if you sit in the right posture and then everything will come to you, which is really good news, <laughs> awareness, mindfulness, uh, uh, awakening, whatever you are looking for, they all will come to you, they all will knock on your door. All you need is just to sit in the right posture or even just to shop, maybe there's no such thing, right? Pastor, I think what we need is just to sit uh, and shop on time, which remind me of the story about uh, that uh, once upon time in India, this monk was meditating, army of uh, 500 monkeys were also passing by. And this monkeys saw this uh, Buddhist monk or nun was meditating and they decided to imitate that monk. They all sat or none. And then in a while, all the 500 monkeys become enlightened. But this is a very famous story. And we use that story often to remind us that we really don't worry. We don't need to worry so much about whether we know how to meditate or we should become good meditator or we should know all these techniques to get into the right state of consciousness. All we need is just to sit and then everything will come to us. Uh, but one thing I would like to remind all of you is uh, to periodically uh, step away from your mind. I think that's all uh, we need to remember periodically because even when we're meditating, sometimes as an old habit, uh, we can get uh, lost in our thoughts. Uh, and therefore you might like to use a periodically some kind of simple methods that remind yourself to step away from your mind energetically. And then the moment you step away from your mind energetically, your awareness is refreshed. I don't need to say so much. I think James are going to offer a very wonderful meditation guidance and uh, all we need is just to listen to the meditation guidance and then gently and they will lead us into the awareness. We'll have a first-hand taste of what really awareness is. It's not too far from us. And then once we feel that uh, we're already in awareness and then just settle in that. And uh, 
Thank you, Rinpoche. And Trudy is going to be offering uh, instructions this, this morning. So Trudy, all thank yours. You. Thank you, thank you. Can everybody hear me? Thumbs up. Okay, thank you. So sitting back comfortably in whatever posture you can be in that's relaxed for you. And I'm going to give suggestions for how to step away from the mind, as Adam Tupton was suggesting. These instructions are suggestions. They are very simple, very practical, uh, just actually like meditation itself. And again, they're just suggestions. So if you have your own way of meditating that you're very settled in, um, that's fine. So you can lightly place your tongue against the roof of your mouth, closing your eyes or letting them just, you know, just letting your gaze be lowered. And then slightly tucking your chin when the chin is tilted up, we tend to go up into a dreamy state. When the chin is tucked in a bit, we tend to be more grounded in the proprioception of the body. There's nothing wrong with being dreamy and drifty if that's what's happening for you. But when you tuck your chin, you just ground yourself a little more into this very earthy and solid and real sense of the body sitting here. So you're very gently bringing your attention into the body. Just sitting still. And just feeling the body sitting here and Experiencing the body from within, from actually inhabiting, being in the body. Not just our thought sense of being this body, but just feeling the warmth, the coolness, the tightness, the relaxation, all the sensations of being this body. And then you might take an intentional breath in. And as you breathe out, just relax. <sighs> Letting your attention gently drop down from the head, face, neck, shoulders. Letting your attention fall like a leaf very gently into the arms and hands and back and belly and bottom and legs and feet. Filling the body with awareness, fully inhabiting your own body.
And as you're aware of the body, you notice the sensations that come with the movements of the breath. That the belly rises and falls, the diaphragm, the chest expand and contract, the rib cage, the lungs. You can sometimes feel the coolness of the inhalation in the nostrils and the warmth of the exhalation. And this is the first foundation of mindfulness, experiencing the body full of mindful awareness, trusting that everything we need to know, all the Dharma truths we long to know, is held and be seen and known just in this body this breathing, quiet, one body that we have, that we are, in which we live and move and have our being. Just rest your attention with the movement of the breath. Allowing the breath to breathe you, breathing in and out. And when these great magnets of the past and future pull you away from the moment, notice where the attention has gone. See where it's drawn. And then, once again, being grounded right here. sitting with the body, keeping the breath company with awareness, sitting with each other, right here.
and notice how it is for you. If you're feeling kind of sleepy or dull, you can bring a little more attention to the in-breath, the inspiring, energizing breath, breathing in aliveness to the body, the aliveness of this moment. And if the mind is jumpy, distracted, restless, and busy, just bring a little more attention to the out-breath, the calming, releasing, relaxing breath. If there are sounds in the environment where you are, other people around. You know, sound is a wonderful meditation subject, just like sensations or breaths, sense of the body sitting here, because sounds only happen in this present moment. Listening to sound is another way of stepping away from the mind. Just stepping back into being receptive. Receiving the sound. Listening to the spaces, the silence in between the sounds.
Awareness of the breath is like a thread of presence, a trail of breadcrumbs that you can trace or follow through the flow of experience. Not trying to get rid of or obliterate everything else that may be happening, but just following this thread of present moment experience. And when the mind wanders, you can always pick up the thread of the breath and be interested. Where did the attention go? What's happening right now? How is it?
you find yourself lost in thought, as you pick up the thread of breath and presence, with the sensations in the body and the sounds of life around you, move just shifting the experiment with shifting the body back, just stepping back, literally, just an inch or half an inch. So instead of tilting forward into the next moment, anticipating what's next, you shift the body back, taking this backward step into posture of receptivity, poise and balance, receiving the moment, very simply, very directly, receiving what's here, what's given, breath by breath, moment by moment.
And as we step back and relax, we're receiving and cherishing all life, receiving what is given and being nourished by this moment of aliveness, seeing clearly how it is and stepping back from various fantasies and longings to just being here, all the mindfulness trainings are fulfilled. As we receive this moment, this truth, this one, this Dharma.
Thank you, Trudy, for the instructions and guiding us. And just want to uh, remind you, I think I said yesterday, but uh, it'll bear repeating that when the meditation finishes, that's a very key moment, I find, because uh, often there's a an editorial comment about how we did or how we didn't do. Oh, I was sleepy. I was all over the map. Uh, oh, I'm a pathetic meditator. Or, hey, I think I'm a natural at this and I think I got it covered. Well, just notice those judgments. The mind will do whatever it does. Don't believe them. No report card. Let go of any failing. You just show up as best you can and know that you uh, came in with a sincere intention to be present. That, that's your main ingredient. And everyone is going to be different. So we're going to have a, a walking practice now of uh, about 30 minutes. And Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.